Uh, it's Two Rotten Sons again. This is the show with smart questions, but basically no answers. I'm Sabri. And I'm Leia. And for those of you tuning in for the first time, this is a podcast where, um, as Sabri just described, we are people that totally do not know what we're talking about, just talking about things, you know? Yep, I'm Keith. Um, and this episode's topic is Romance Part 3. And we've got another special guest today. Hello, I'm Athena. Um, I guess I'm the expert. Uh, this time around on romance, you know, been through a handful of relationships over the past five years. I think my number is at like 10, ending some, you know, some starting out good, ending bad, some starting out bad, ending good, some of them just bad all around, and some of them okay. Well, all right. I don't know, better than us. I mean, that's debatable. The minute she hit two digits, I was already like, yeah, okay, she's the expert. Have you heard some of the shit Leia said, Athena, please? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no, 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 no. You don't understand. Okay, the crap I've been through has not been pretty, okay? Oh, boy. Sometimes I wish I had just never been in a relationship. Or at least had not been in certain relationships. The things I say aren't very pretty either, but yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. I feel like uh, everyone understands by this point that we're all romantically inept. So uh, it's good to have another outside perspective. Thank you, Athena, for lending your uh, like actual human advice to this, keeping us from being too stupid. <laughs> no problem, Just, just, just get ready to counter everything I say. No. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. 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 I'm just gonna out guns blazing. <laughs> One of these days, you know how they have uh, on old TV shows, they used to have the beat button for when they swore. We just yeah. need to have that, but whenever ever Leia talks, we just beep it out. <laughs> Leia's mouth opens. And we're like, eh. <laughs> Leia doesn't actually speak English. He's actually just like a sine wave that comes out. Of it's, it's my own language, okay? Like, you're right, Sabri. I, I, I live in my own world, speak my own language, have my own communities. All right. I, well, if we threw you on like a deserted island, I'm sure you'd thrive. I, I'm not even going to argue that. <laughs> okay. I, I've done expeditions and like trips, like long trips over like with with limited resources so i can't even say i wouldn't be able to do, survive for a decent decent amount of time god dude well don't forget the volleyball you gotta use a coconut Fuck no, the dude, coconut's too hard you can't no. snuggle a coconut you can snuggle it's the volleyball wilson. it's wilson yeah but i, s- you, I haven't seen that it, movie but i still know wilson like really? i mean everyone knows wilson if it was a deserted island where are you gonna get a volleyball Exactly. What do you mean? Like, how, he... <laughs> <laughs> how does he get the volleyball in the movie, actually? like No, like, he works for FedEx, and then his plane crashes, and there's, like, a bunch of packages and things. Oh. Volleyball. I need to watch that yeah. movie. It's a good movie. But fun fact, if you're if you are in sea and you think you're about to get attacked by a shark, take out your phone battery. Because uh, electric dis- um, electrical discharges will disrupt sharks and make them run away. Did you just say take out your phone battery? Like, you realize yeah. that most phones don't have removable batteries anymore, right? Yeah, but like, you can break yeah. it. Yeah. Leia, you do not have time to break it if you're being attacked by a shark. <laughs> no, yeah, no, what shark you do is, is you punch the shark. Or like, yeah, hit that's it what I've been told. Like, if, you, thing. if you don't have the strength, you can just, just give them a boop on the nose. Anyway, yeah. okay, surviving shark attacks is not romantic. <laughs> yeah, this is like, not the related. topic. Yeah, okay. You know what? <laughs> I consider that a win because we didn't go down too bad down the layout rabbit hole. So. There you go. All right, that's one for I'll later. And then for <laughs> All right, let's get started. So, looks like we've got a little bit of a different format today. Um, so, it looks like we've got some overall uh, 
topics, and then we've got some questions related to those. So the first overall topic is what um, I guess each of us is currently looking for in a girl slash relationship slash connection. And the first question and only question related to that topic is from frivolously flippant. What are you attracted to, Sabri, besides Persian rugs? Oh boy, am I starting this off? I guess so, yeah, since <laughs> I, mean, I, since I called you out. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't know. So, like, personality-wise, just, like, have a decent sense of humor, I guess. Um, uh, yeah. You want and then, I don't know. I don't know how to, like, if you're, like, a cool person, that's generally just, like, all the box, like, that I need to explain. Uh, yeah. Well, so we talked about this. I don't remember if we released that episode or not, where we decided if we were uh, boobs or butt guys. And you said butts, right? Oh, yeah. So yeah, my philosophy on that is, like, tits you're just born with, right? That's just, like, a genetic variant. You're not really changing that. But ass you have to work for. Like, that's a commitment. And that shows a decent work ethic, and that's just, like, a good personality trait. So, you know what? Not only is it, like, physically nice, but it's, like, good for the person. I mean, and if, it's, if like, someone has a toned butt, that either A means that... I mean, that probably means they work out a decent yeah. amount, or their job involves them working out, which would mean they would probably motivate me to work out, which is something nah, like, no, I, no, no, I need, no. motiv- I need constant Here's motivation the thing. to do. You guys are overthinking this, right? <laughs> like, this isn't about, like, what it says about them as a person. It's physical attraction. Which one are you attracted to? Go. I mean, um, still ass. Like, it's just... Okay, yeah. see, that's <laughs> right. I don't have yeah. a problem with your answer. I have a problem with your explanation. What do you, it's what, not something it's, that needs proof. Oh. It's yeah, just it's something, something we want to know. It's like, me, poops. I feel like it's that's better just, because it that's has That's just poops. what it is. Athena, uh, are you an ass person? I find no reason to... I don't see why boobs or butts are appealing. In all honesty. Like, I don't look at a guy's butt and go, Oh, damn, that's a nice ass. And I don't look at a girl's pair of boobs and go, Nice boobs. Like, I look at boobs and I look at butts and I go... Alright, they're boobs and butts. Like, so what, so what is appealing about this? You're not a short shorts person. You're not a unleash the calves kind of gal. <laughs> unleash the calves? Wait, no, what? A, How that, short are your shorts, dude? Like, no, what are you no, fucking... That was a, that was a thing in high school with one of the guys. pretty funny. <laughs> he had those thick calves. Okay, I feel... <laughs> Alright. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't for me, but it was a fun joke. Did you live on a so like, Keith? <laughs> did I live? No. Oh boy. But so I did live in Ohio. It's not like boobs or butts. Like, what's what's the physical feature that you're looking for? So, I mean, typically what I what I look for in a guy is like I said, I like long hair, or like just generally like well kept, like soft looking hair. Because like, dude, if you have hair that I can mess with and you let me mess with your hair, boom, awesome, love it. Um, and then just in general, um smiling like people with like nice smiles or like people who are smiling a lot like i like people who smile <laughs> well god damn dude that's a lot Dina, more what awesome than whatever the fuck we were talking about <laughs> how depressed would you be if you married somebody who had long hair and then went bald i mean so i i would i would be a little depressed because i wouldn't be able to like mess with their hair but hey i could just buy them a wig <laughs> i guess oh my god that's your solution I mean, kind of, if they want a wig, like, if they miss their hair, I will buy them a wig. Oh, man, dude. I'm, I'm going to take their wants into consideration. I'm not going to be like, hey, you're bald. Buy a damn wig. Like, <laughs> Here you go. I have purchased you hair. <laughs> I have given you what I Happy want you to have. All right, Sabri, take notes. Hey. <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> dude, I look good as fuck bald. Let me, let me tell you. Ooh, Athena? Yeah. 
What was that a yes to me asking you, or is that a yes wait. to Sabri's? I'm asking. Sabri's oh, wait, what were you asking? Good, oh, looking bald good, head? yes or no? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> no, not just any think, bald head. Sabri's. I'm trying to think of what Sabri looks like. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I think we have a long. picture of it in, like, the, the drive. Like, oh, from yeah. the, the old, on. like, orientation concert thing. Oh, my gosh. My old I mean, bald head. If Sabri, if it makes you feel any better, I'll be joining you pretty soon. Or actually, oh, this yeah. is a great segue. If you want to see a picture of Sabri, go follow us on Instagram, Two Rotten Cents. Yeah. Because there's a picture on oh, there. Oh, that's me with hair. Oh, is it? I think. Yeah. Or am I wearing a hat? I don't know. I must say, typically, I just think of Sabri well, there, in a beanie. There's two and, pictures. Like, yeah. That's true. I, mean, I must Sabri say, Sabri, you look good in a beanie, if it's any consideration. Well, thank you. Oh, yeah. You're in a beanie and then have hair. I forgot that you once had hair. Because <laughs> <laughs> you always, you you always wear a beanie. Like, give me a ear or two, and if my genetics have anything to say for it, I'll probably join you there. Fuck yeah, dude. The bald nest race. Like, my family is Let just, all, all of the males on both sides of my family are bald. There's like one yeah, person dude. who got out with hair, and I'm just like, please give me their jeans, please give me their jeans. Honestly, dude, like, I don't miss hair, like, at all. It's pretty nice to just, like, have, I don't know, it's just so much easier to keep. That's what my dad like says, too. so like, minimal effort. Oh, yeah, my dad is so happy he shaved his head. He's like, I'm done with it. My stepdad went bald when he was, like, 16, 17, 18. My stepdad, or my dad, shaved his head when I was, like, 12 because, like, his hair was kind of going out, which he was, like, 30-something, so that was more reasonable. So, yeah, no, like, both my dad, like, my stepdad and my dad both have bald heads, and they're like, love it, don't want to have hair ever again, done with it. super good. Also, my my shampoo usage has been, like, minimal. Oh, yeah, you save a crap ton of money. Yeah. My dad gave me tips about Hurricane. I just looked at him like, really, Dad? Oh, no. <laughs> like, really? You, you, you think this is going to help me? <laughs> I, 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 like, I sometimes like feel like whenever my dad makes hair jokes, I have to roast him about it simply of the fact that he doesn't have hair. And like, Dude. I'm like, if it, if it works so well, what happened here? You always have to roast your parents. Anytime you have a chance, roast them. Just do it. No, No balls. Just do it. Like because you panicking. you don't get those chances often. My mom's panicking about me being like in the U.S. during this entire pandemic thing and not with the family, and I'm like, I'm probably safer here. Like honestly, dude. Wow, way to get off topic. <laughs> Leia, answer the question. What are you attracted to? Honestly, just like butts for sure, but like if we're talking facial features, I don't know. Is it weird to like lips? I no, think that's so. not I weird. I feel like that's just like a pretty yeah. You know, like definitely eyes. Like there, are, there are like certain like eye textures which like I don't know if it's weird. Or not, <laughs> eye textures, like, man. Uh, what pupil texture? You know, like a, some people have pupils that kind of have like those. Um, like mine are completely dark because I have brown pupils, but so, like some of the more lighter like, like yeah, iris. Thank you. I my mom uh, like okay. is the, is an ophthalmologist and I can do this, but okay. Uh, so like the gray, especially the gray and the blue ones, especially like they have like kind of streaks going through their iris. Oh yes, that's so yes. attractive. I'm I'm sorry, but like, <laughs> that is any, so attractive. Any kind of like mix of colors in eyes is always so appealing to me. Like my current boyfriend, he has like brown eyes, but in certain lights, they honestly look like they have like green and yellow and blue all mixed in, and like different like speckles and streaks, and it's like so pretty, like. I'll just like go to kiss him, but I just stop and like look at him, and I'm like, "You have really pretty eyes." And he's so, like, "You know what? I'm good here. I'm just gonna look at you for a little bit." <laughs> and he's like, "Thanks." Like, 
Can we continue now, please? <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah. question number two, then. All right. Now that we've uh, gotten that out of the way. I, I got this one. So, okay. Uh, what do you think you need for a relationship to succeed? Uh, well, Leia's going to go on, like, a big old tangent on this one. So, Athena, you want to start off? Yeah, oh, yeah. So, um... Like, this was kind of meant to just be, like, you know, like, most people will say, like, you need, like, trust, you need, like, honesty, blah, 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 the basic kind of cliche stuff, and I was going to try to get your guys' opinion, you know, as, like, the inexperienced people, what do you think you need in a relationship to succeed? Because a lot of people actually assume a lot of things about relationships that aren't necessarily true, and that's kind of the route this is going to go down eventually, but. Oh, All right, then, uh, Keith, you want to share? Sure, well, I mean... If we're talking in general, obviously, you need trust and you need good communication. Um, I think those are the two big things. You don't really, like, need anything past that. Um, but there are obviously certain... It, at that point, it gets less general, and it can depend on the person. Uh, persons, I should say. Um, for me specifically, I don't know, because I don't have a lot of experience. Um, I would say, for me, just someone I can depend on, like... I know that I can, and that kind of goes in with trust, um, but, you know, someone that, you know, I know it's not going to cheat or, um, you know, just will talk to me if there's an issue, rather than just going behind my back. Yeah, I feel like I'd agree. Like, number one thing is just, like, don't be lying to people and don't be, like, hiding things and things, because, like, it's just, you're just complicating problems at that point, like in friendships or like actual romantic relationships or anything it's just i don't know it's usually just not helpful to hide things and not talk about issues and stuff just my experience uh well i guess it's my turn but i think the one thing which i i don't know why i've never seen anyone actually mention this but i feel like just having one thing between you two that like you both love to a ridiculous degree something of a shared interest that you like can always be excited about i feel like it's super important um one like i've been watching this youtube channel recently for you know gaming stuff and the husband and it's a it's like he has a wife and every time something new comes out everything coming even exciting comes out you know he's always with her and like they basically go through all of these experiences together you know like when a new game comes out or a new patch for a game they play come out they kind of sit together and they're like looking to it together both of them excited you know and i feel like that's what makes their relationship run this idea of like having one thing you're mutually both equally in love with and sharing it with each other i gotta say all of those are really good um not any of the ones i thought you guys were gonna mention which is also really cool so instead i'm gonna go through this list of things and see if you guys agree or disagree um, all, right. all right so most people think you know in a relationship your partner should be your best friend nope false all right i don't Sabri, know you should i mean be like yeah good so friends. yes you should be good friends but i don't think you necessarily have to be best friends right you also need someone yes. outside that's not romantic you know that's also a really good friend I think the best friend clause, yeah. I, I'm, I'm with Keith on this one. I think the best friend clause really fucks things up. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Because that's that's how clingy relationships happen. That is. That is that is how sometimes clingy relationships can happen. But I, mean, I do agree, like, the whole best friend thing. Like, you should definitely be close with someone and have a couple shared interests. Like, I specifically look for guys who, you know, 
are nerdy like they enjoy the same type of music you know enjoy video games enjoy um books and movies and stuff and you know if they don't check all those boxes that's okay because then I have other friends I can go to and hang out with and talk about those interests with but still have that connection with my partner but yeah good answer um and then there's also the ride or die mentality so like standing by your partner no matter what Oh, no, I feel false. like that's just unhealthy. That's just yeah. making like a think chamber. Like people make mistakes, and your partner is gonna make mistakes, and you should like if you feel like they're doing something wrong or something you disagree with, I feel like you should just talk about it rather than just supporting oh. them. Oh, I thought it was. Some, I thought you meant something else. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm with I'm with Sabri on that. Yeah, no, because there's definitely some things that aren't acceptable. I mean, like you should be supportive up to a point, right? And you should mm-hmm. realize that they make mistakes, right? But there's certain things that you know you can't accept and you just need to make sure that you know when the line does get crossed that you no longer continue to support i, I think the best way to engage one of the one good way to engage in how a relationship is going is that if you ever take a side against them they don't feel betrayed yeah, yeah having like discussion that. in a relationship and being able to have opposite ideas but still like get along with each other and like discuss those yeah. ideas is super important yeah in a relationship like I, I feel like if, if if I ever dated someone and they got into a shouting match with me, I'm probably in the wrong relationship. Like uh, I don't know, maybe something. It, it depends what you're yelling about. No, like yeah. because I I would prefer if we did have a disagreement, we just sit down and have a conversation rather than you know having a shouting match. Well, uh, sometimes though tensions can flare up and you know people can get lost in the moment. But I think yeah. it would be less of not having a shouting match, but more of what happens after that. Yeah, I, I like, guess. do you guys just get mad at each other and ignore each other, or do you go, hey, look, like we shouldn't be yelling, we need to sit down and like figure this like, out? I've had shouting matches before, you know, with people, it's, especially like if you have siblings, my sister and me have like shouting match after shouting match from sometimes, but we always kind of talk it out, and that's fine, but like having, always ending up, ending something into a shouting match is a bad kind of demographic, like, uh, yeah, if a it's like a constant dynamic. like issue. Where you're just butting heads, then like maybe not, but like I feel like it's okay to just like get passionately angry about something sometimes, so long as it's resolved. That's fine. All right, and then the next one is probably. Oh, I mean, sorry, Sabrina, did you have something? No, that's good. I'm just okay. Um, some people think like you know, like a relationship, being in a relationship, will make you truly happy. Nope. Yeah, I feel like that's just like you as a person, you know, like. It's a part. If you're not happy going into it, I'm right. sure it'll yeah. like. It, it can be a part of it, but it can never be the full solution, just like anything. Yeah. Uh, is it weird that I may or may not disagree with that statement? I mean, it's okay to disagree. Uh, I yeah, like. Course. Because, well, that, I think that must, this one comes from personal experience, but like. Having tried everything and still not finding that one thing that makes you happy like i i feel like every solution or every source of happiness is temporary like you know right. my exa- take my example i love reading books and i love playing video games but there are days when i'll just be like this is boring i'm not having fun this is not enjoyable for me you know and that's why people keep multiple hobbies or multiple interests and that's kind of how you get a personality based on multiple things that you do that that develop your personality in a certain way. And I feel like 
since I've never tried being a, in a relationship, I would not, I can never actually say for sure that that is the thing that is going to make me happy well, for very long. I think but what you I was just going to say I think what you're saying is similar to what I was saying where it can't it can be part of it, right? But it can't be all of it. Like it's, there's never going to be one thing that makes you happy, right? There has to be yeah, multiple but it, things. But until I've tried it, I can't be I can't for sure say that it is the one thing that can make someone well, happy for them. See, I just I think I, there is no one thing, right? There's multiple yeah. things you kind of have to pull from, which I think is probably what you're saying, but then you think yeah. That there's I'd eventual like that, that... ultimate like thing out there, and I don't think so. I think everything's just gonna like give you certain amounts of like balance and happiness in life, like, and certain things are gonna make you upset and things. And it's I, just I think about, a, like, per, I think a person I aspire to be is like somebody who can be happy with what he has rather than what he doesn't, and like that's something I've not been able to ever achieve. So I'm just like looking for that one thing that can make me feel that way. And well, since love is one of the few things I haven't tried yet, I tend to think that that might be the one thing that actually t- tilts me in that direction. See, Leah, I, I disagree with that. I don't think there ever is going to be one thing. I think you're right yeah. that it's going to be multi th- multiple things, and you just kind of have to balance it. I think love is, like, a very powerful motivator, and, like, it's one of the things that can make you, like, extremely happy. But, like, it's not, like, the end-all, be-all. It's not, like, once you, like, find a relationship, like, espresso, depresso, be gone, like... It's, uh, you know, like, it's still, like, a human person that you're interacting with, and yeah. it's just, you know, I don't know. I don't think but it's I, just some ultimate power of happiness. Yeah, but I, I feel like for if someone has found those other things in this life that make them happy, and they just need that one little piece to click into place, I think from that person's perspective, a relationship yeah. is the end all. No, nope, because it's never click. It's yeah, a continuous no improvement process. Yeah. yeah. It's never that easy, Leia. Hate to break it to you. I mean, All I right. wish it was that easy. I wish it was that easy, but yeah, I know. I know. Anyway, right. uh, the next thing is so, like, being completely honest, like, hiding nothing from your partner, being not holding back on any feelings ever. Yeah, that's. No. I'm, I'm going to say no to that no. one. Like, some things, like, they don't need a constant update on me. Like, right. hey, man, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. feeling, there, like, there's, fucking awful right now. And shit there's, like that, but. there's oversharing, right? And But there's... You should share what you need to, but... Yeah, it just goes, like, what needs to be shared. And, like, you should share what needs to be shared, right? But, again, as Sabri said, you shouldn't share everything. Mm-hmm. Well, because yeah, no one person is, like, designed to take that much of yeah. stress. Yeah. Oh, your own person like you have your own thoughts and sometimes you know they're just your own thoughts yeah I mean, if you want to like, I, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry there's often times where like my own thoughts are just like incorrect or like don't really need to be shared because like i have a flawed mindset right because i'm just like one person with one perspective but you know like i don't always need to be putting that out into the world when sometimes i can just like sit and reflect on it like by myself I mean, while I do agree that over-explaining is a thing, we're looking at an extreme in that sense, and I feel like the more common alternative is undersharing, like of the extreme situations, is undersharing, where you don't share anything with your significant other, rather than having, like, too much being shared. I was about to say, both, I think, are definitely problems with certain people. It just kind of depends on who you are as a person. I know yeah. I have the tendency to undershare because I'm always... Well, actually, it goes back and forth. But, like, in certain times, like, you know, being an anxious person, having anxiety, like, I get worried that sharing something might make them upset. And so I have the tendency to undershare. Um, 
And so, yeah, there are people who do one or the other or do both. And it just kind of depends on the person. But the idea of telling your partner everything is not the best idea either. Yeah. Like, I don't think this person should have, like, access to every thought in your head. But, like, you know, they should probably be, like, hearing more than most other people. But not everything. It's kind of like it's at the end of the week. Be like, how's your week been? You know? And kind of talk it out. Just be like, do you have any problems? Like, one or two sentences are usually enough. You don't need to kind of story. Well, no, no. One or two sentences a week is not enough. No, no, no. But like, as in at the end of the day and then at the week. No, yeah, I know. I get what you're saying. Yeah, but the way you were saying it, it's yeah, not I, like you were I, suggesting yeah, the, the one a week. You know, I shot you a text on Friday and you haven't responded, so I feel like we're going to break up so. <laughs> Uh, but I, yeah, what I mean is like at the end of the day, you kind of just meet them and be like, so how's your, how, how was it? And you know, like this shit happened to me today and uh, pretty normal day. And that should be more than enough to know about like your significant other. Unless of course, and like with a long term or long running relationship, you can have things like, you know, uh, what's what you call those? Like talents. Which tells like your significant other that hey, this person is actually not feeling well and they're not able to convey it, so they can probably catch on to stuff like that. If you know. Yeah, I feel like it's more of like a long-term development, though, not like a like if you're just starting out, like with. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's something I'm, I'm, you have I'm to like sorry, develop you, with, like. Like I've never had a relationship, and the only thing in my head is that if I ever do get into one, it's probably going to be pretty long-term, and I hope that's the case. You know. Oh, uh, don't see now. You're just going to screw yourself over, Leia. I am going. Don't to think like that. Yeah. I'm gonna say my best okay. Long, <laughs> my best advice for getting into a relationship is just in general be realistic. So like you want it to last, but don't also keep trying to make it last. Like things may happen and things may change and you know, stuff may go wrong and you just kinda kinda accept that and like take it in stride and keep going. Mm-hmm. That's probably like my biggest piece of advice for getting into and like expecting a relationship but um next thing most people think you need is like you'll never get bored if they're like the perfect person nope no (laughs) (laughs) yes that's some bullshit dude i have like people i've like hung out with every day for like the past like three years and i get bored of them sometimes that's okay it's just sometimes you get sick i mean there's a reason i have 101 useless skills in life just so that I can be interesting to people. I mean, I, I, I mean, did live by that ideal ideology for a bit, so it's kind of hard to just be like, yeah, no, I can just let that go. So your role as, like, a person in either a platonic or romantic relationship is not to be an entertainer, right? Like, Unless that's your actual job. <laughs> Unless yeah. that's the title. No, even then, you should not bring your work home with you. Yeah. You know, like... I don't know. I feel like it always just comes down to just, I don't know, take it more casually. And you don't need to, like, really, like, I don't know. I, I've kind of lost my train of thought on this one. So that's all right. I mean, I've, take it away. Like, I've had expre- explicit, like, encounters with people who have gotten tired of me. And it's, it's, it's kind of a little bit of an internal fear that one of these days, like, even when I'm doing things that, like, you know at in classes or at club and stuff like that 
sometimes I have this feeling that, you know, oh, they're probably getting tired of me speaking or, oh, they're probably not going to hang out with me again. And, like, I've always had this internal kind of thing where I've set up a clock for how long I've known each person. And when that clock runs out, they're probably not going to be interested in me anymore and I should probably move to the next person. And I know so that's a very strange mindset. Let me clarify. Getting bored and getting tired are completely different in this scenario. So, like, getting tired of someone is actually, in my opinion, a pretty crappy thing to do. It does happen sometimes, but there are ways to go about it to where it doesn't happen. Well, but getting, just, getting that... bored of someone is just, in general, you know, being exposed to that person and wanting to still be friends with them, but, like, needing a break. Like, my best yeah. friend Luna, I could only spend so much time with her because of how her personality is and how she reacts to certain things and so like you know i'll spend a weekend at her house and i'm like all right cool i need a week like i need a break of time because i can't handle any more of this yeah it's not like you don't enjoy that person's company it's just like i don't know yeah time and it's just being too exposed to one person i guess i am confusing one thing for the other but like I, I have experienced people kind of giving me the cold shoulder after a while because my gimmick ran dry. And I, 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 a lot of times I have this feeling in the back of my head that I'm nothing but a gimmick. And once, well, the, gi- mean, once the entertainment of the gimmick runs out, people get tired of me. Man, dude, this is a very, like, <laughs> what is, is your worldview? God damn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I live in a weird, weird world. Like, again, welcome to the bizarre world of Leia. Leia, I have a specific point for you specifically later on. We will get to that. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. We'll we'll get to it when we get to it. But, Uh, and then probably the last, yeah, the last thing I'll do is that the idea that there's a perfect person out there. Nope. Nope. There's also not the one. There's no such thing that that exists. You just find the closest substitute or you worship a god who looks like the one. What? What? Okay. Okay. We're, we're gonna leave that one alone. We're gonna leave yeah, that one we're alone. Gonna... Yeah, let's 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 uh, ignore that and, and shimmy on. <laughs> anyway, as a segue uh, to the question. to the next point, the title of this article I was just reading you points from is twelve common relationship beliefs that are actually toxic. So all the no's are actually a uh, good is thing. Is this from BuzzFeed? No, did we it was just, not. Did we just get... No, just it was not from quiz? BuzzFeed. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> get fucked. You just got BuzzFeed. <laughs> it was not BuzzFeed. <laughs> okay. sounds like just... I trust you, but... It was not us? BuzzFeed. My I will send these... you the link. No, I don't my care. My problem with these articles is they're, they, they, they write them, but they just say things that... I don't know. I feel I like... I mean, you said no know. to everything, Keith. I feel like I already know this. Like it's it sounds like maybe it's not. Maybe it's maybe people actually need this advice. But for me it's common sense. It's just like why did you write this? I was like this I is feel the like thing it's is common most sense people from like Athena, that looks like boot like BuzzFeed. <laughs> it's not oh, BuzzFeed no. though. It's boot like BuzzFeed. It's not BuzzFeed. For this what? I'll never forgive you. What no <laughs> Fucking Russian BuzzFeed. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so no, you don't understand. <laughs> Going through ten relationships, oh people my God. actually believe I, this. I Google the website, and the first picture that comes up is a picture of the Twilight books. That's well, yeah. The Twilight books are popular right now. What's your problem, what? Keith? No, no, they're they're popular right now. What the fuck? It's been like fifteen years. Yeah, she just years. released a she just released a new oh book. Did you guys God. not hear? No, because we don't what care. Do you mean? <laughs> we, we no, really I don't, don't give a shit. <laughs> you think that's on my radar, Athena? <laughs> It's on mine. 
Oh, uh, well, okay. Why? <laughs> because the Twilight books are so much better than the movies, okay? You don't understand. <laughs> I haven't seen the movies either. I don't care. <laughs> okay, well, that's besides right, the right, point. Right, the right, point right. is it's not BuzzFeed. Oh, it's people BuzzFeed. Actually... It's BuzzFeed. It's worse than BuzzFeed. No. Let's get this fucking train moving along. Okay. <laughs> people actually do uh, think that those things are necessary for a relationship to succeed. Well, sure, because shame like, on you. that's what people have been conditioned to in, like, the media. <laughs> okay, but that's still a thing that impacts people. Like, that it... You know what I've learned? Advice, is it we not? are not actually that bad. Like you, you guys aren't. Like I, you guys were answering these, and I was like, "All right, all right, cool. Here we go." You, you have to understand. Are we just victims of circumstance? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Welcome to Rose. Holy shit. God bless America and Terra. I'm, I'm just gonna say it. Uh, I'm just gonna say this right now, Athena. Just, just because we don't have any relationship doesn't mean we haven't spent enough time in our heads thinking about what would happen. Okay, if we didn't I didn't. Anyone. I didn't okay, say but that you guys like did. The, the staying too much time in your head. And the, okay. Holy shit. This is... <laughs> what have we gotten ourselves into here? <laughs> I, I spent way too much time. Next question. Uh, all right. <laughs> Which Next is the... Me. Before you guys actually ask the question, though, that's like for the ending part. <laughs> Wait, what is? So don't... don't. The bullet point is okay, but the question is for later. Okay. Okay. So what do we actually need so, for a relationship to succeed? I feel like we've yes. already covered this. Well, we're going to cover it again. Well, the first one was, what do you think? And then this one is, what do you actually need? Which we ended up answering the first time. But, unbeknownst to us, we're going to go again. further in depth. Further in depth? God, that more yeah. in depth than the fucking... Yes! This is... <laughs> oh, God. You how guys, did, I feel like this is just this... recorded therapy at this point. Like, people <laughs> really? Have, like, I'm fine with this. Mental revelations. <laughs> Thank you, Leia. And how does that I, I make need you therapy. feel, Leia? Um, is this all like? Is this actually just an intervention? Is this is this uh, our producer's <laughs> whole plan was just to get it so that she can intervene in our I toxic mean, behavior? No. <laughs> Katana asked me what I wanted to do, and this was my idea because I happened oh, so to think of a lot fault, of things. Athena. No. <laughs> I happen to think of a lot of things okay. that most people don't think about in relationships. Anyway, what you actually okay. need for a relationship to succeed. Um, the biggest uh, thing I've noticed is like same expectations or commitments. So like expecting something of your partner, your partner should also expect of you. Right? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you want to give an example? Uh, uh, like so for example, if you expect your partner to, you know, be open about a certain topic about like mental health like you should also be open about mental health right. and if you expect your partner to be that way but they don't expect you to be that way it, it kind of creates a conflict of interest almost yep don't be a hypocrite the funny thing about that yeah. though is most people are hypocrites myself included even though i absolutely hate hypocrites so <laughs> i hate myself basically <laughs> that, that is, that is a beautiful hey same bro let's go <laughs> It's a, it's one of those, uh, like Schrodinger's cats type of things. Do I hate myself or do I not? <laughs> um, yes. okay. I hate crip hypocrites, but I am so, one, and that makes me a hypocrite. So, holy shit! Double hypocrite. So something I'd like to like, I don't know. I think about sometimes is what is the role of, of like sexuality in an actual like romantic relationship, and like where's the balance there? Like, I don't know. What what are you guys' like opinions on I, where I that say, falls I'm, and the importance of that? 
I'm confused on what you mean, like sexuality. Like, do you mean sexuality so like, or do you mean sexual relationships? Yeah. Because it sounds like uh, you mean sexual. Like, do you mean having sex? Yeah, basically. Okay. Or like, yeah, how that's, that's, physically attractive that's are you? That's different to a from sexuality. And okay. So are you saying uh, like what yeah, what they sure. expect of you, like what you expect in like the bedroom, or like? Uh, more of just like so how like so there's like attraction to a person right and then attraction to like a body is how i think of it right um and so how do you balance those two things it's like i like you as like a person but like not from like a physical perspective or i like you from a physical perspective but not as a person so like what what is the ratio there that you guys feel is important and how much of each is like desirable well Am i, I like phrasing like... the question in a clear way yeah, it feels uh, so. I mean, obviously, that kind of depends also on sexuality a little bit because I know people who just don't want to have sex in a relationship. And, like, then if you don't want to have sex in a relationship, you just want to have a, a deep, you know, emotional connection, then your partner should probably also feel the same way because, again, that's going to create a conflict of interest in the end. But, I mean, I feel like it should be about equal, or at least, like, it should at least match your partners. Like, that kind of goes back to same expectations is like, Whatever you want of your partner, your partner should also probably want of you. Okay, but uh, uh, so let's let's take that a bit further then. So, say like the mix of like just sexual attraction to romantic attraction is like ninety percent sexual. I feel like that's not a like a healthy relationship to be in, right? If you're just in like in it for the sex. Yeah. So unless the other person you know, is also in it for the sex. Well, no, and then you guys just are, have like, and then you guys just have a fun sexual relationship. I mean, are you guys probably going to get right? married down the road? I mean, well, yeah, are you guys probably going to get married down the road? Probably are, not. Casual relationships where it's just about the sex is fine as long as you both know what you as long as you're both okay with that. I would say as long as you okay. are both so expecting is... the same outcome. Right, yeah. As long as you're both on the same okay. page and you're both okay with it. Yeah, it's fine. Um All right. Well, yeah, so this is kind of like the rooted is what I was kind of like getting at like um Personally, I feel like there's, like, a limit to, like, how much you should be okay with it. I don't know. I feel like just having, like, a, like a casual sexual relationship is hedonistic almost in that you're just, like, enjoying this person for, like, just raw pleasure. And I struggle with that being, like, okay, be, like, from a moral perspective. Like, even if they're, like, expecting the same of you, how is that? I don't know. Well, I'm I mean, then you wouldn't get into one of those relationships, Sabri. <laughs> I guess so. Like, I don't know. I'm is it say actually, people... like, a bad thing, or is it not? The... No, it's not a bad say, thing. From the people I... I've met, they rather enjoy it. <laughs> I purposely stayed out of this conversation, like, because I honestly don't know which side of the coin I, I'd, like, stand on. Because both sides I can understand completely as, like, perspectives. Like, I can understand why someone would be on one side or the other side, you know? But there's no sides, right? It's like, if you want to do it, you do it. And if you don't, you don't. As long as you respect it, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, damn. All right. We're learning um, new things today, kids. Yeah. That's Education cool. on relationships. It's fun. Oh, boy. Um, oh, damn, dude. <laughs> we should, like, release this and just make it, like, a sex ed class. We're going to replace sex ed. <laughs> oh, my. Here we go. Oh, dude, we could do better sex ed than any high school in the United States. We I could, because sex ed yeah, is dude, terrible. terrible. I don't oh, yeah, know. it's garbage. Oh, dude, it's so funny. Oh, God bless sex ed. <laughs> anyway. It's a whole thing. Another type of, like, same expectations would be same expectation of yourself. 
Uh, and the way I kind of explain this is my Aunt Michelle told me a story once and showed me this story. She was dating this guy in high school. And she asked him one day, you know, like, what do you want to do with your life? And he's like, well, you know, I work at McDonald's. I'd like to be the manager someday. And she was like, okay, and? And he's like, uh, I mean, that's about it. And my Aunt Michelle, she was like, well, I want to go to college. Like, I want to be this nurse. I want to have, like, a career. And so, you know, if you don't expect to go super far in life and your partner does, it's going to kind of lead to the same conflict of interest. And so, like, having the same expectations for yourself as your partner expects of themselves. Yeah. Like, you don't want to have, you don't want to be with someone who feels like a dead weight. And on the opposite end, you don't want to be with someone who feels like they're, like, trying to drag you away from something that you just don't care about. Or drag you into exactly. like, a career that you're not interested in. I don't know, but I, I disagree. Like, I get what you're saying, but I also disagree that you guys both have to have the same career aspirations. Like, I mean, not the same exact career, but generally no, 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 expecting no, no, no. I know. the same level of See, I, I disagree. Future. Like, I think someone can be, you know, like a very successful go-getter entrepreneur and date, you know, a teacher that's just happy being a t- kindergarten teacher. Right. Yeah. And so long as well, like, see, I don't consider those careers that. at different levels. I consider those careers at very similar levels. I'm not talking about like money making, but like generally expecting yourself to do so much in your life. And if you know your partner expects to do not even a quarter of that, then it's going to lead to like different levels of, you know, different levels of you know possibly commitment because you know they um, are only committed to doing so much in their life, and you're committed to doing this. Well, yeah, I guess, because it doesn't just have to do with, like, like uh, I was thinking more of, not money, but, like, uh, position, because, like, obviously, kindergarten teacher isn't the top dog, um, and there's administrators, and there's a the principal and stuff, so, like, I was just saying, like, someone who's who doesn't want to go further purposely because, you know, they feel, maybe they feel like they can do better work in the classroom. Yeah, like, I just, I go... consider, sorry, so go ahead, Spree. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, so to go back to like the McDonald's example, right? So like if I'm like some biomedical engineer making whatever money I make and then the person I'm like dating is a McDonald's employee, like I feel like that's okay so long as we understand that like I'm not going to force you to like do something outside of your work that like you're not interested in or like to push your career further that you're not interested in and you're not going to like try to hinder me from doing what I need to do. Like, I mean, so yeah, I'm if just... you guys come to that consensus, like, it could possibly work, but just in general, expecting yourself to go X distance in life and your partner expecting to go, you know, A distance in life, it generally leads, generally leads to, you know, conflict in the relationship. Okay. I, I would yeah, say, I, I have my, also my own personal experience with this. I dated a guy freshman year who is a senior who didn't graduate, or well, only graduated because I hel- I forced him to do his homework. Um, only, you know, didn't even have a, didn't have any desire to go get his license, didn't have any desire to even get a job, um, and didn't actually decide on doing that until after I broke up with him. Look, like, I can't keep doing this. There's also a lot of other reasons we broke up, but I was like, I can't keep going through this with you if, you know, I want to go do X in life and you're going to sit here and, you know, live in your parents' house and not do anything for the rest of your life. (laughs) Yeah. No, I see how that, yeah. Some well, I I think you, uh, the thing anything? is the thing is if you're going into a relationship, you'd probably be finding somebody at the same level as you because you're yeah. kind of living the similar lives, and that's how you kind of cross paths. So the later you meet someone, the closer they are to your life path. Yeah. You know? But um, 
the same expectations also goes for you know if you expect so this is kind of more like a mental health thing but like if you constantly expect things in your life to fail or expect and like believe that people will always hate you they're going to it's it's like a confirmation bias like a self-fulfilling prophecy so like you know if i constantly expect that like oh everyone's gonna hate me everyone's gonna you know leave me then no one's gonna actually want to stay around and hang out with me because i'm always gonna be that debbie downer hold yourself in a way that makes people like uncomfortable and not wanting to like go around and not get yeah yeah all right well and then yeah go ahead sorry instead instead like try looking at what you do well and that'll come back up later in another point (laughs) um Also, same expectations, like future plans, you know, if you are with someone who absolutely wants kids and you have no desire to have kids, or if you want to live, you know, across the country in a different state and they want to stay, you know, in this side of the state, it it can also kind of lead to conflict. Yeah, I feel like those are things you can work through, though. They definitely are. Those are definitely more, more like, figure outable things. But, like, you know, if I want four kids, my husband's like, no, I don't, I hate kids, like. Yeah, that's that's a bit of a tough one to swallow. Yeah. The kids is more the bigger thing. Location can always probably be worked on. Yeah. Okay. Well, goddamn. Here we are. <laughs> digging out the Can we answer the question now? Um uh, Oh yeah. yeah. Holy shit, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> we right. kinda just kept going. Yeah, From, well uh, I mean so it was kind of related back like that question's kinda related back to the confirmation bias self fulfilling prophecy thing, which I covered, so yeah. All right. From Estelle Origin, I'm ugly. How do I get girls? Chances are, if you uh, if you get a rose, you're not actually that ugly. Uh, you're just like us, and you just you're being uh, the um, me- female to male ratio is not helping you much. I'd say more than likely. Also, it's also probably likely that like you only think you're ugly because of how you view yourself. Most people have the tendency to view themselves in a much more negative light than actual normal people would view them. Yep. Are you actually well, ugly? Most people in like in our which... social kind of like sphere, but there are like heavy narcissists up there. Oh yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, narcissists! I've, I've met know. people so far up their ass they they couldn't even <laughs> see anything. God, dude, they can give themselves a colonoscopy. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. We've answered this question in some variant like a thousand times on the show. So Honestly, just carry yeah. yourself in like a good light. Love yourself and then love others. And if you are actually ugly, sorry. Sucks to suck. <laughs> yeah, sorry, bro. Next time, don't be so fucking ugly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my just, gosh. Just, pretty, just, just fucking like roll that genetic wheel, my dude. Yeah, dude. Just reincarnate. And hope I mean, wait, there's asshole. always plastic surgery. If you really think you're that ugly <laughs> Goddamn. and you're going to Rose, you will have the money to fix it down the road. I mean, am I wrong? Well, <laughs> I mean, no, but like, wow. <laughs> what a hot take. I'm not suggesting plastic surgery is the solution. I'm just saying. You just did. <laughs> no, I said if you genuinely feel that you don't like how you appear, I know some people oh, yeah. who have been that way who have chosen plastic surgery and are happy. Okay. <laughs> how many ugly option. people do you know? Do you know enough people to have actually done it? Bro, I know. I've, a no, lot I of generally ugly people, just see it on you. Snapchat. <laughs> oh. 
on that like the count. public on the public stories where people are like, oh, why oh, do you yeah. watch? Yeah. Why do you watch those? Those people are dude. That is those are not people TV you want to. Oh day. well, I typically I typically watch like the oddly satisfying ones, and it pops up as an ad, and I'm like, oh, what's this? <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Well, I mean, am I the only one who gets sucked in by Snapchat ads? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, don't look at the Snapchat Explore page. Or actually, that's not true. I, I look at it, but I don't ever click on any of the actual things. I've just stopped yeah. using social media in general, so like I don't understand any of the things you're talking about right now. Oh, oops. Like I, I kind of just completely. I, I, I mean, just you know, you know, but Leia, you know about like people on the internet that are that people follow for some reason that they really shouldn't because they're generally horrible people. Yep. Yeah, that's what that's exist. basically what Zena is talking about. Lots of those exist. All right. All right. You're ready to go to the closing? No, not yet. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Um, mm. And then there are always those cliche ones that you do actually need in a relationship, like respect. And this is one Katana especially wanted me to highlight was respect. Um, like kind of along the golden rule, like treat people how you want to be treated. Yeah, that's what everyone kind of, you know, knows. But it's also the fact that like these people are your equal. Um, the, your partner is your equal. They're they're your friend. They're your peer. They're just like you, except they obviously look different and act different. But they are still the same level as you on like a a tiering, like a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like they're not your mom. They're not your therapist. They're not your child. They're not your your like toy. They're not your trophy. Like they are your partner. They are your equal. Uh, are they gonna like fill those roles and like act that way? Yeah, but is Hopefully. that their sole responsibility? No, like. And then also the same applies to you. Like you should expect the same things out of your partner. Like you are their equal. You can fill those roles, but you should also be treated, you know, as a partner, not you know a mom, a therapist, whatever. Or a child, or yeah. Or a child, or a toy, or a trophy. Like respect is a two-way street. Um, a, a concept so foreign to a lot of people. <laughs> I know, right? Like, there have been so many times where, like, I felt like just like a mom. Like, I am the mom friend. Don't get me wrong, but being in a relationship and being like basically expected to be the mom or the therapist is so exhausting because, like, yeah. that's not what we're meant to do. Um, I think one of the videos that helped me break that cycle, especially like the the so called mom cycle. Because I used to be that for a few people. I used to be the person they would come to to talk to. Surprising, I know, right? Who the fuck would ever talk to me? But like, dude, I get it. <laughs> the people who don't have their lives together are often the best people to go to for advice. I have the same problem. It's like it's so weird when people come to me for advice, and I'm like, do I really look that like well off in life to you? Like, hello. Uh, there's, there's this <laughs> video I recently watched by a YouTuber called Jaden Animations. If you, you, a lot of people have heard Jaden Animations. Yeah, a lot of people have heard of her. She's like pretty popular on YouTube on the YouTube spectrum, but, like, she made a video about toxic people, and, like, I feel like that video by itself has taught me how to avoid and how to stop toxic people, because you're not responsible for other people's lives. She made this really cool comparison to ecosystems and how you each person has their own ecosystem, and if another person's dumping things in there then why and ruining your ecosystem, then why do you have to go fix theirs? Because if you're fixing theirs, your, your own ecosystem is dying. Okay, so yeah, first priority should always be yourself in every everything you do in your life. Like, first priority is you. Because, like, really? if you are not healthy and happy, then how are you going to make someone else healthy and happy? I don't know. See, my mindset is always, like, 
self-sacrifice for like higher purposes i guess so like well, if i'm suffering okay. for the sake of making someone happy I watched that's legitimate well okay there's a difference between self-sacrifice for a greater cause and a specific individual and there's also different levels of self-sacrifice like if okay i wanted to go to the movies but right now my partner needs me to help them with this like okay that's that's an okay level of self-sacrifice like if your partner yeah, different is like, from, like throwing your career down the toilet just to, i'm like, gonna say yeah like throwing your career down the else. toilet throwing your mental stability out the window like that's more what i'm addressing is like you are your number one priority like your life if your life isn't on track and going well then how are you going to help someone else keep their life on track and also, why yeah, should they be relying on you to help them keep their life on track? It's 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 a double side. Like, it's a double edged sword sometimes. And like, I think if anyone like who's listening in probably may think that you know, hey, I may fit into one of those categories you're talking about. We're not making fun of people who like have these kind of issues or problems. Yeah, we're just has, saying like, that. Very, like, if anything, if you do have any of these problems, I hope that what we've said just kind of made you realize that perhaps that's such a problem and maybe you know, made you kind of motivated to try to change things. Does that make sense? The first step is awareness. And, and that's I mean, what... Like for sure, yo, we brought up things this is, like... You guys are segueing to the next point perfectly. Which, are we good to segue? Because I'm happy to segue. Yeah, the next think, point... Yeah, go for it. ...is self-improvement. For a relationship to okay. work, you should always be... Get, you should always be improving. There's always somewhere you can go. There's always a way up. And this, and this also loops back to like looking down on yourself. Instead of looking at like what's wrong with yourself, look at what you can improve because you should always be improving. You should always be working to better yourself for your own sake and for your partner's sake. And your partner should also be bettering themselves for the same reasons. Like again, the same expectations. Like it all kind of loops in together. Um, and like the best relationships yeah. are the relationships in which you and your partner make each other a better person. Very beautifully put. I go like that's, that's a very nice statement. Good well, night. I was like, I have a story about it. So like my my ex, like the whole the whole way I knew I loved him was because I knew that I just every day I was with him, I just wanted to be a better person. I always wanted to be just better, just for not even for him, but just for myself. But because he was there, it made me want to be better. How long did you date this person? Uh, eleven months. Mm. No, I I did him a year and a half. I'm sorry. I dated that's them a, a year and that's a half. A little bit of a short of time to be using the L word. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a personal thing. I was say, yeah. yeah it, so that that boils down to also this is another thing I should probably talk about is your definition of love because everyone has a yeah. different way that they define love. I define the way I define love is if someone makes me happy, if being with someone and in spending time with that person is time I enjoy and figure well spent, then I I love that person. Like I mean. And that way it also works both platonically and romantically. And the only addition to a romantic love is if I see a future with that person. Mm, I disagree yeah, with most like, of that. And then that's your know, personal like definition of love. of love. So like, But I also disagree with the fact that there's like, obviously there's a personal, but there's also an objective. Like, like there is a standard for relationships. Right. It's yeah. not just whatever anyone thinks and wants. Like, there's a standard, so... Yeah, well, I, okay, I disagree so that I, it's what, all personal. But, uh, I mean, what well, I'm, it's is, not all personal, but, like, the way you feel love is, like, up to you. 
Not I mean, really. at what point do you feel that emotion? And I feel that emotion at the point where I feel like someone makes me happy. Well, there's different types of love, right? Yeah, it's like the whole, like, what is it, like agape and things like that. The Greeks had different words for, like, different levels of love. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, so, Keith, what do you feel is, like, the standard for, like, romantic relationship love? Well, obviously, like, that? a lot of it is a sexual attraction, right? Because that's what dif really differentiates it from just a friendship. Keith, Keith before you continue, yeah. I'm just going to put this in there. You have to make the distinction between love and lust. I, I think that's what you should start with. Well... well I feel like lust is a part of like a fully developed romantic relationship, right? Like we talked about. And yeah, I don't know. I agree with Keith's point is that like the difference between like a platonic friendship and like a romantic relationship is like the lust component. Yeah. Oh, we're... Sorry, I didn't mean to like derail you. Yeah. Do you have uh, other things to say about well, it? Well, I don't know. I just, I just, I disagree with what some of Athena said, and I just want to point that out. But Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm um, more on like so, the Athena side of like, okay. Well, no, I Never agree there is some personal, side. but I disagree that it's all personal. I mean, I don't think it's all personal. Okay. I just know that's how I define the point in which I feel like I love someone. Just because of how I generally feel emotions and such, like I do generally just feel very strongly very early on, and before I'm willing to say love is when it meets that definition. I guess is probably the best way to word that. But, okay. There's also the definition, of course, happiness, and there's temporary happiness and permanent. Yeah, so sorry. Yeah. Some of that is just me uh, having problems with English and not having clear definitions of things, but that's okay. English is hard. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, do we want to finish off with these questions, or do we want to skip them? Um, uh, I mean, I don't know how are you we guys can go through them. I would say yeah, I think we can go through them. I've kind of gotten to the whole like self improvement part, so yeah. Um, well, this one comes from the real one. Uh, to the hosts, if you're single right now and not for a lack of trying, what do you think are the major factors preventing you from getting into relationships? How are you working on these factors? Uh, I don't know. I kind of sympathize a lot with Leia, um, and a little bit with like some of what Athena said, in that, like, I feel like I look too far into the future, and that, like, if I don't see myself, like, getting married to this person, I don't even want to try. And I feel like that's a pretty flawed view to have of things. I mean... Um, and here, it, yeah, there's also, like, the fear of failure that kind of, like, keeps me, like, I feel like nobody, like, is actually interested in me because, like, I'm not interested in myself. Um, yeah, those two big things. I, I'm a weird person about this kind of thing you know if, if you're asking about major factors preventing me from getting into a relationship um uh, there was this skit i watched once you know it's like about this uh thing we call a talent fairy which comes in and gives you talent but forgets to and then also like before leaving just turns out says oh wait i forgot you have some crippling self-doubt some absolutely ridiculous amount of um, depression um Imposter syndrome. Don't forget the imposter syndrome. Blah blah blah. She keeps giving him more and more curses. So to my answer to that is the the talent fairy came to me, forgot to give me the talent, and left with and left me with crippling self doubt. That was okay, Leia. That was me all through high school. I feel that relatable. Uh, Daniel Thrasher, if you want to see that specific video, it's it's really good. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I, I, I think it's just this sense of self-doubt in the back of my head that I'm not worth it. That really stops me. And as for how I'm working on these factors, I'm not. I, I feel like if I was to get into a relationship, someone would have to clearly state it to me. I am interested in you. And then I would start working on it. <laughs> well, so why don't you work on it now just like for yourself? Because you have a relationship with yourself, right? Like you well, and your subconscious. And like that's also like another relationship you well, have. Me and my like sleep paralysis demon have been going pretty steadily in a relationship. <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> brother. God damn but like, The hey State Puff Marshmallow Man is my sleep paralysis she demon. Is oh my gosh, that'd be a great sleep paralysis demon. Like, like our producer, a, a producer once texted me in the morning, and she's like, how's your night? How Did you have a nightmare last night? And I'm like, not really. No, it was just me sitting in a room chilling with my sleep paralysis demon with the piano. Okay. And she was like, what was what was it? What was he, he or she playing? And I was like, and I sent her a video link, and I'm like, ooh, that's a nice song. I see she has good taste. And I'm like, yeah, I know. So... Now, now it's become like this thing where apparently I'm dating my sleep paralysis demon in my head, Canon. You know what, boy? Leia, you need help. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I think Leia needs to go to therapy. One <laughs> of these days will we'll go. Welcome I am not a... Where your sleep paralysis demon is hot as fuck. <laughs> play piano. I'm not a strong enough Wouldn't therapist cool for Leia. Though, I'm like, sorry. If if you just met your sleep paralysis demon in like in like a dream and all it is is just like this fucking suave jazz looking room with curtains and like this slightly raised stage and it's just like a grand piano and he's just sitting there playing sweet smooth jazz to you. Well then it's not my sleep paralysis demon, is it? Because then I'm dreaming. Like sleep paralysis demon is like I wake up, I am no longer capable of moving because you know I'm paralyzed. Um, and there's like an imaginative figure standing over me. Does it actually happen to you? Yeah. Wait, yeah. actually? Well, not like con- yeah. yeah, like it's, it hasn't happened like a lot, but it's happened like once or twice in my life. Jesus yeah, Christ. Like, wake up in a cold sweat and just cannot like muster the energy to get up, so you just try to go back to sleep. Have you never had yeah, that? No. When I was like a kid, well, I used to get like night terrors really bad. Okay, like, hold on. There's a difference between physically being not physically not being able to move and just being too lazy to get up. No, it's more yeah, that like different. you just you're too terrified to move. Have you never had that happen to you? No. That's Fear actually like a right? sleep disorder. You guys realize that, right? Like that's not everybody. Well, yeah, like I haven't like I mean, it's it's no longer a thing I deal with. Twice but, like... in my entire life. But yeah, it's happened. Uh, okay. I was say cuz I've never had that. I've always just had insomnia. Like, at I this point, that. at this point it's just a checklist of things that's wrong with Leia. Yeah, it's like <laughs> <God damn>. Hey, <laughs> we knew I was fucked up. We just didn't know how how far the rabbit hole went. We need to give this to a therapist. Yeah, and it keeps going We're and going and going. Up. But some of us play Final Fantasy. I mean, if it makes you feel any, if if it if it makes you guys feel any better, I'm like you're you're like the only people who have ever discussed my problems with. Like no one, no one outside of this podcast actually knows I have. Wait, this is a podcast. Do you realize it goes also, on the like, internet? No, yeah, yeah, I know. That everyone I know. listens. Like, no one outside of the people listening in and like. That you don't know. Well, yeah, this is like probably the first time I've been public with any of my problems. I I don't have. Leia, I'm I'm giving you a hug when I see you on campus. Oh, oh no fine. no can't do that can't do that that is can't against that. quarantine yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. oh yes. whatever get tested first get tested yeah we, we'll, we'll, we'll bring the swaps we'll bring the swaps you hug me and then we can get tested together Bro, you know, how about oh, that? Is, i think it's in the naked gun or one of those like movies have you all seen the full body condom those things are great oh. <laughs> <laughs> wait what? And you know what i'm talking about we I talked about this before about. did we but the oh, first time you said thing. the top gun 
in, in the Top Gun movie, it's like, what the hell is he oh, talking yeah, about? Gun is, yeah, not the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <Naked Gun. laughs> uh, I'm concerned yeah. for what TV you, you guys are watching. Naked Gun, I think it's the Naked Gun. No, 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 I know what it is. I just never watched the scene. series. Oh, it's so good. It's it's definitely not Top Gun. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah it's definitely not Top Gun. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's, uh, um, Next question. Who wants Keith, to wait, Keith hasn't sit answered down. the question yet. Oh, yes. Oh, sorry, well, so for me, if I'm being honest, it's a lack of information. Like, I just don't know what people's status is. And it's hard to ask someone out, right, if you don't know. I guess I would. Right, if they're single or if you have a boyfriend. Just you because that, that's the like, problem. Hey, sorry, yeah, I know. Available. And I haven't done that yet, and that's partly on me. But the other thing is, is like, at Rose... It's hard to tell, and like anyone that I'd be potentially interested in, if I just wait like two months, I'll end up finding out that they have uh, boyfriends. So it's just yeah. like, should I even try at that point? I don't know. It's okay. I feel like at Rose, I don't know, Athena, whatever your like experiences on this as like a Rose woman, like getting asked out is just part of the thing to like the ratio. But I don't know. You know what? We need a I database. Mean, I can't speak personally. We need a database of this. Like, <laughs> like I don't are know. you single database? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh God! Uh, Wait, do you mean like how many people ask me how many I'm What's in this about databases? How, if I'm in a relationship? What's this about databases? No, I'm just saying. Stop! That we like, can't. No, we're what's... not talking about databases. <laughs> no, just are you single? Yes or no? So Break then I know the who SQL I can ask. Boys. Okay. Uh, Obviously, what I made as a joke, list. we've gone down the rabbit hole again. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Fuck, dude. This is gonna be a That's long. That's this entire episode. episode. Sorry, listeners. Uh, it's, it's, it's been a fun and eventful one, though. We we, we found out how fucked yeah, up about human beings are. This is less of entertainment as it is just a therapy session. I, I want to say, that's what Katana said. She's like, this episode's going to be really serious. And I was like, yeah, probably. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm okay. surprised you're fine with that, Athena. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I every time I talk about something that's like in part, like a big part of people's lives, it always just gets really serious. I feel like that's the nature of serious conversation. Or yeah. like serious topics. I can make really good self-deprecating jokes, but as soon as we start talking about something I can help people in, I can turn into a therapist. My bad, guys. Goddamn. Alright, well, I say we uh, finish this off, because this episode is pretty long already. Yeah. I was say most of the most of the other two questions are, are along the same lines of just, yeah. you know, Been addressed. trying to get you guys to think about self-improvement. <laughs> Remember, kids, you can always be better. <laughs> 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 All right, Sabri. Thanks for just destroying that. <laughs> Fucking well. I will never be able to think about the word self improvement without thinking about <laughs> horrifying oh. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> oh man. God. I was watching right. a video yesterday, and oh. all Mickey Mouse now reminds me of his Mickey Stick Smasher, and I I don't want to take that. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, we're not. We're now. not going into this. All right. That's all. <laughs> That's all we have for this episode. Um, thanks for joining us, Athena. Um, yeah. Next no up will be a surprise coming up on next Tuesday. Um, you can find the link to submit questions in the podcast bio. Um, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Yep. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank, thank you guys for coming oh, in. But also the obligatory, if you didn't enjoy this, uh, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your opinion's trash. Haha, <laughs> get fucked.